Everybody, welcome to another episode of the Chad Prather Show. We're in Studio 22 here at Mercury One Studios. We are hanging out again. Got Bougie Sean over there with director Mark. I know you guys are missing him. He's in the puppet seat over there. Look at him. He looks like a little puppet. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like you look like you have a, a pet on your shoulder, Mark. I love that. That's great. <laughs> and then over in the peanut gallery, of course, we have the ever-present party foul, Steve. And yes, my lovely wife, Jade. Now to the main mm-hmm. stage. To the main stage. Jade to the main stage. <laughs> Oh, God bless you. Say hello time. to the people, folks. Y'all. Hey, guys. Yo, Steve. Speak. Yeah. It's button? on. It's ready to oh. go. Look. Oh, <laughs> all right. Yeah, there's there's Hi, a guys. microphone above their heads. Yeah, for well, those of you who don't know. We're getting used to it. It's like a game show. You have, we have to press a button in order to speak. Yeah, you got to buzz in. <laughs> we have to buzz in. You got to buzz in from the peanut gallery. So if you gallery. need to call a friend or anything, just let us know. That's probably going <laughs> to need to happen. <laughs> So, oh, so we have my friend Natalie Woods Stanier. Yes. And thank you for coming in, hanging out. I'm so glad that you're here. I'm glad that you're having me here. I'm so excited to be here. I have things to talk to you about. I heard. I know. It, it, it's, it's, do, you keep, do you keep up with the news a lot? I mean, you, are you like a current events kind of person? Are you always? I, I try to. Yeah. Um, don't put me on the spot, but my background is news. I was a reporter for ABC in Austin at KVU. Right. And before that, I interned at Channel 8 here. In Dallas at WFAA for the uh, investigative reporter team. Oh, so right yes, on. actually the guy that I was a who that I was kind of, he was my mentor was Brett Ship. Oh yeah, Brett Ship. Okay. You know Brett? Yeah, I know who Brett. Yes, Shipp is. he's like you got to support me. We had an interesting little uh, back and forth with Brett Ship back when our guys at Rednecks with Paychecks, and they so were so have I. Yeah, <laughs> but I, you know what? He taught me so much. He's a super nice guy. Sure, we don't vote. But no, um, <laughs> no. I imagine that. you don't vote the same way. <laughs> um, investigative. But I mean, I imagine with that kind of stuff, you see a lot of stuff. I mean, there's got to be some crazy stories that are out there. You You're do. out there digging and finding the worst in people. Yeah. Well, the truth. Yeah. Oh, 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 the media and the truth. Right. I like, that's a topic. Right. We'll get well, to another I, time. I, it was yeah. for me. Sure. Um, you know, I tried not to make stories out of stories that weren't stories. Right. So, yeah. just for. It's a lot of stories. It might be why I'm not in the news anymore. <laughs> They're like, exit stage left. No. you got to learn how to lie better. I know, right? Oh, it's terrible. I, have you paid attention to, like, so John Hickenlooper has now announced that he's running for president on the Democratic ticket. So that's, I think, number 14 mm-hmm. that, the, that, the, that the left is, is pulled. I mean, John Hickenlooper, I mean, John Jingle, Heimer, Schmidt, Hickenlooper. I mean, I'm so excited to know that John Hickenlooper is now running Bougie Sean, this is your party. This is you're a liberal. This is this is your problem. I'm not a liberal. <laughs> <laughs> Holy cow! You just look liberal. I just, so, you, know, you know what's funny? Somebody at CPAC said that to me. She looked at me. She goes. She looked at me. She looked at my hair. She goes. I'm assuming that you're liberal because of your hair. Mm. That's racist. I wish right. I recorded it because I wanted to say something really nice to her. Yeah. But I was like, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm liberal. Yeah, yeah, just shut up. Yeah. Did you Stupid. cock your head like that? I did. I did turn. So I'm a little bougie. So I turned to the side. I was like, yes. You went chicken neck on him? I went chicken you neck. You should have put your yeah. vagina hat on. What are we talking <laughs> about, Party Five? I'm not going that. chicken neck. What are we doing over here? <laughs> chicken neck. Steve. That's the Steve. Get, get a little attitude, you know? Steve calls that chicken neck. Yeah. <laughs> bougie. What I do know is that I, I see a lot of ramping up to see how they're, what the Liberal Party is going to do to attempt to beat Trump. 
Oh, yeah, and that's their main platform. That's the whole deal. It's mm-hmm. just we got to beat Trump. Orange man bad. That's the whole deal. Orange. And, and Ocasio-Cortez. <laughs> so I came up. We were at CPAC, Conservative Political Action Conference, last week. And uh, we're going to get to you in a minute, I promise. Now. Oh, it's fine. But, but I, I got to fill people in because we had the best time in D.C. Uh, I had a $750 bar bill Thursday night at the Trump Hotel. And I figured, hey, I'm at the Trump. I need to, I need to spend the, the bills like Trump. You know what I mean? And uh, yeah, sorry, sorry about that. Like yeah, Trump. you're welcome, Steve Powell and Sean. And Oops, I didn't drink. You didn't drink. You never <laughs> drink. You're not drinking now, are you? No, I'm not drinking at all. So anyway, we were up there, and uh, I came up with a couple of little um, references to Alexandria Ocasio Cortez, who this girl's dumber than a bag of hammers. And uh, Sean loves her though. He he thinks she's cute. I mean, I don't yeah, am I going to put you I out there like that? My, I love my wife. I don't love yeah. her. This she's girl's cute. got her tooth to gum ratio is bad. It's like she's got <laughs> knuckles in her gums. I mean, it's like she can crack her teeth. I mean, this chick, bug eyed. But we're not here to pick on women for now what they look Now you've gone Trump. Like. I know. Now we've gone all Trump. And <laughs> I'm not 20. running for anything, so I don't care. But she's like a yellow belt in karate that you don't, you're not threatened by her. But as soon as you take your eyes off of her, she's going to kick you in the nads. And then it's game over. And that's why you got to watch this chick. But I noticed there was a news article that came out where she spent almost $30,000 in Uber rides while she was campaigning. And the seven train there in Brooklyn, in the Bronx. Queens. Queens. In Queens. Yeah. In Queens. was 138 feet from her office. Mm-hmm. And so she didn't take the train. She took. So here's a woman who wants to ban all fossil fuels. Farts. And cow farts. And she <laughs> want, but somewhere, we know somewhere today, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez is using fossil fuels. She is like a fat nutritionist. Someone who wants to tell you what you should do, but won't do it herself. Maybe That's, all her Ubers were... Prius. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. Definitely not. Twenty nine thousand dollars in Uber receipts. Yeah, they said it was between gas. it was between her and her staff from two thousand from May two thousand seventeen to December two thousand eighteen. Yeah. yeah, which is anyway. A lot she's of Uber not paying rides. for it. No, she's paying her staff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. she's the boss. Dollars, but Remember, she's the boss. Pocket. So she's not paying for. It. She's the bo- she's the one in charge. You give socialists a whiff of power, dude, and they'll remind you exactly. they're in power. Anyway, we're not here to talk about all that stuff. I'm sad that, that Dylan McKay died, Luke Perry. I know. Wasn't that his name on 902? Well, he died Yeah. yesterday. Yeah. Oh, at least it was announced yesterday. Yeah, that's sad. That's heartbreaking. After having I a massive stroke. I grew up crushing on him. We all and, did. Well, yeah, you did. And Jason, Brandon Walsh. Yeah. Brendan. Brendan Walsh. Brendan Walsh. Oh, Jada Taylor. Brenda and Brandon. I thought that's Jada what it was. Jada had a poster. Bre- you did? Autograph? I, no. They were doing. They were coming back with a new. <laughs> uh, they were revamping and, and going are, back to nine hundred two one zero with I think a lot of the original cast. Uh, with a lot, he had not signed on yet, according to yeah. sources. Well, probably a good thing now. So the uh, I was I. They were going to show how how the kids aged in in Beverly Hills, you know, and apparently some of them didn't make it. I, I, that's sad. It is. It is sad. It's a sad deal because that's kind of a generation. That's the image of a generation. So and and, and I appreciated. You know, his portrayal of Lane Frost in, in Eight yes. Seconds and, you know, a lot of folks in the Western world. He's always been very, very friendly and very, very supportive of mm-hmm. of the Western world with the rodeos and, and the PBR and, and things like that. So, anyway. Yeah. Natalie. Yes, sir. My favorite Dallas Cowboy cheerleader. You're, you, you're just saying that. No, it's the truth. It's the truth. Uh, anybody that has watched, what is the name of the show on – it's the, where they're where they're selecting the cheerleader. Give me the name yeah. of the show. It's called Dallas Cowboys Cheerleaders Making the Team. Making the Team. Mm-hmm. Making the Team. Yep. 
I was always watching it not <clears throat> for the title. You, you weren't? Know, no, I was I was trying to see for the was, articles. I just wanted to see <laughs> yeah, I watched the show for the articles. <laughs> I wanted to see the leg kicks and you know, whose pom poms are gonna make the team. Yeah. You were a Dallas Cowboys cheerleader. I was. I love I love joking around with you about that because it's it's almost cliche in the sense and not in a disrespectful way, because what little girl doesn't dream of one day becoming the Dallas Cowboys cheerleader? Mm-hmm. Nobody ever says I want to be a cheerleader with the San Diego Chargers. No one, mm-hmm. no one, no one does that. No one wants to be a Washington Redskins cheerleader. But when I was a kid, I had the, oh, here we go. Bougie Sean's got a comment on that. <laughs> Anytime Bougie grabs the microphone. That's, that's the move, right? Yeah. I wanted to be a Dallas wisdom. Stars ice girl growing up. You know, I will say this. We went to the Predators game in Nashville. Mm-hmm. Those weren't attractive. No, the Dallas Stars definitely have them beat. Oh, yes. by, a, by a long Everything's shot. better in Texas. I agree. Bigger and better in Texas. So did, it, at what point in time did you say, I want to be a Dallas Cowboys cheerleader? And, what, it, and at what point did it go from being, this is something I want to do, to a reality? Yeah, you know, there was, that was always a dream of mine. There was a, they were the first, out, you know, out of the pocket, the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders were the first. Yeah. Um, thanks to Tech Shram. And they became such a hit by one wink at a game that a Dallas Cow- they had a little bit of dead air uh, during a Cowboys game, and they just happened to hit a shot of a Dallas Cowboys cheerleader, and she winked at the camera, and that her. was it. You love her. I, I love know. Her. I love her. And uh, that changed that changed the course, I think, for that organization immediately. Yeah. And uh, you saw them at everything, the Love Boat, SNL. They were on everything, and they came out with a show. I'm, I'm sorry, a made-for-television movie, and I watched it, and I saw that uniform, and I saw – um, that that dream became that that was my dream was yeah. to always become a Dallas Cowboys cheerleader, and I actually I didn't try out until I was in my thirties. Wow! Um, because I was just kind of career focused and trying to become an independent woman, and um, they had the show Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders making the team, then became a reality show, and I ca- happened to catch it, and I already had my career in place, and. Um, just kind of living life, and I was like, there is one goal I never shot for, mm-hmm. and uh, I thought I'm going to try out. And there was another girl that was currently on the squad that was my age, and I thought, well, if she can do it, I can do it. I mean, I can at least try out. Yeah. And so that's what drove me to I would like to call the most rewarding nightmare I've ever been through, because <laughs> making the team is it is tough. I want to talk about that. Yeah. Give me a minute, though, because I want to refer back. I, I had, when I was a kid, you know, growing up in the 70s, early 80s, I had the the, the, the calendar yes. on the wall. You know, because we were Cowboys fans our whole yes. life. We were the guy. And I'm saying all of this stuff with my wife sitting right over there in the peanut gallery. So, y'all can shut up. Don't give me those looks. <laughs> and listen. We, we still have the calendars. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So, anyway, we, you know, I grew up a Cowboys fan. I The, the night I was born... And I told this story to Roger Staubach last year, and uh, Roger did not play in the 1972 season because he had gotten a, mm-hmm. a preseason shoulder injury, and so he was out. But they were playing the Washington Redskins, and it was the playoffs, and they had to go into overtime. My father was – we were in New Jersey at the time, and my mother went into labor with me. My father wouldn't take her to the hospital because he just didn't believe she was in labor, and he wanted to watch him in overtime. And so well, I what's almost more wasn't important, born. You know? I almost wasn't born. Because of the Dallas Cowboys. And so here I am today, fortunately. They yeah. got there. They got there. But no, I so I've all my life been a Cowboys fan. Well, and I was actually 
to put it, I'm from Conroe. Mm-hmm. I was a Houston Oilers fan. Mm-hmm. But I was always a Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders fan. Yeah. Love you, Blue. Um, but they <laughs> <laughs> never went to the Super Bowl. But, uh, no? and it, but I loved them. But when they left in the 90s, like maybe 94, yeah. I don't remember. But they when they left, then I became a Dallas Cowboys fan. But for me, it's always been Texas. I'm yeah. not a Texans hater. You know, Houston's Texans. No, I mean, me Cowboys either. are better. I, yeah. I like J.J. Watt and Deshaun Watson. Yes, guys, but so. I the Cowboys, that's it for me. Yeah, well, it always will be. And you talk mm-hmm. about Tex Schramm, and then now, you know, you got Jerry Jones. And Jerry has still, you go over to Jerry World, AT&T Stadium, mm-hmm. and, I mean, they built that thing even when they were, what, 2-16 and 16 or what two, whatever their couple seasons ago. You still couldn't get a seat in that place. No. Because they, they built a culture, and the cheerleaders are part of the culture that they built. Mm-hmm. And that's been one of the things that, that people have always looked to, and they've identified that as, you know, America's team and all that. And the cheerleaders have always been a part. And you go to an event at AT&T Stadium, and anybody that's never been in there, you really need to come and you need to look. Because Jerry put, like, turrets up in the sky where it's girls beautiful. can dance on and all this stuff. I'm like, Jerry just built a, a club. And his his <laughs> wife actually played a huge part in that as well, along yeah. with the art that he has in that stadium. Yeah, um, they They put their – their passion into that stadium and their money. <laughs> yeah, they did. They put a lot of. It's not cheap, but no. uh, boy, they did it right. Yeah, they did. And and I have done several events. In fact, I did one a charity event a couple of months ago, and yeah, I stayed at the hotel that had the cheerleaders bus. I mean, they got their bus out there, you know, right outside the. They were staying in the same hotel, and mm-hmm. so I was like, yeah, I'm just hanging out with the cheerleaders. Actually, I was looking out my window at their bus, but then we did an event that night, and the girls were so gracious. Kind. They came out and they they did what they do, and it's it's not a yes. Mm-hmm. There's the element of sex appeal to it, and and all of that, but they really there's a cause there. And they really give and they contribute and they're such gracious. Mm-hmm. Because I know that the, the idea is to look at something and go, oh, it's cheerleaders. You know, no, no these are smart, educated. As you said, you were uh, accomplished and in your career and, mm-hmm. and things like that. But I think that's a common misconception. And, and being on that reality show, uh, being on the receiving end of, you know, comments yeah. from, you know, online while you're going through the process. One thing that I think people don't realize is that these women are true athletes yeah. who are at the top of their game and probably some I know many of them were in the top of their class when they graduated they're either at their university studying uh, there's one who actually she just retired and she's uh, in med school right now um, they're at the top of their game whether it you know be in professional dance or the medical field w- what have you um, they're focused there's not a lot of time for drama. You never really hear about drama on that team. Right. Not that there is an aim. I mean, we've got 36 of the most beautiful women in Texas in a locker room, <laughs> but they keep it. I mean, it's to a minimum. There's cat just fight. Was there ever any cat fights? No, no there, there's no, no there's no time for that. In the locker room. I, I think everybody. There's just a, a, no a, hair a, pulling. Common respect and fear for that director and choreographer. I hate <laughs> that Natalie just came on here and killed our dreams. <laughs> She's a destroyer. Well, you can think what you want. I've been one pillow fight. One pillow fight, right, right. That's the after party. Jade's over here muting me. That's not fair. (laughs) Don't let Jade touch the microphone button. Don't touch it, period. Just leave it on. Yeah. Jade, don't let Jade touch the microphone. They work hard for for what they they go through to make that team and then to, you know, uh, continue earning their spot on that team. It's tough. So let's go back to the show because these gals. And when I say these gals, I'm talking about the ones who are doing the picking and the choosing. Mm-hmm. And it, they're tough. Mm-hmm. They're hardcore. And you were just with, you're talking about the, the judges? Yeah. 
And you were just with Neil McCoy. Yeah. Right? He's a judge as well. Yeah. He helped me make the squad way back when. Really? When I made, yes, he was still a judge. So. So the event that I did recently was with Neil where, mm-hmm. where the girls came out and, and were part of his East Texas Angels Network. Yes. And we go out there and, and do that uh, in Longview, Texas every year. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. Um, I didn't know Neil was a judge. Yes. He Why is he it. holding out on me? It's, it, you know, it's a tough job for him, I'm sure. How does someone get that job? Wait, well, can I be a judge? So they go, I, I can be biased because I, I hate the Cowboys. I'm a Giants fan. <laughs> you so mean I you can, can be go. unbiased? Giants fan. Well, pff, good luck there. I can do Bougie that. Sean, just, just, he's tossing, tossing hand grenades over there. I'm not being Giants fan. Well, Sorry. Uh, so he's a... Uh, he he. They they go on the USO tours together, right? And I think that's. I, I'm I'm guessing that's where. So now you're telling me that Neil McCoy's going overseas with these girls? Yes, correct. And security. Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders in Okinawa, Japan. Yes. And security. Yeah. I like 1993. the way you said. 1993. <laughs> security is to keep Neil yeah. off the cheerleaders. You know how much Neil loves himself. Neil loves him some Neil. I was just texting Neil five minutes ago. I'm gonna. The tone of our conversation is about to change completely. <laughs> he's been holding out on me. I didn't know this. Yes, he's and he's a great judge. And, you know, they actually get a... I could be a great judge. That Well, you should reach out to Kelly. I'm going to reach out. I'm going to slap Neil McCoy. I don't think I... I wouldn't be a good judge. I fall in love with him, too. I know easy. you do. We're going to get to that point of conversation in a little while, too. Oh, gosh. But they're brutal. And, and the trainer that's on there... Um, Jay. Jay. He's, mm-hmm. he's a beast. He's... He was a game changer for me. Yeah, I was. To, I started uh, training under Jay when I was trying out. Yeah, before I probably about six months before I started auditioning, and uh, you know he's a master sergeant retired mm-hmm. from the U.S. Army, and uh, treated the girls like that <laughs> in a respectful way. But you know, I get he's, the impression that he really loves the team, that he, he loves the girls. He loves the yeah. team, and for him, you know, that's why they have this panel of judges that see different aspects of what makes the perfect Dallas Cowboys cheerleader because for some judges it's not a girl who has you know for some it, it, smoking hot is a, you know just an athletic straight body some of those judges love curves you know um and they want to take a little bit of everything because you realize there's a hundred thousand fans not you know in the stadium millions it, watching on they you all know, have a different everybody has a different them. opinion of beautiful that's why they pick their favorites that's right and so I don't I've, have a favorite Jade you're my favorite. If we can get you in an outfit, yes. we can get you in one of those. I got a favorite. I, auditions are coming up. So, Jade. Oh, no, y'all don't want You me. said you're working out. <laughs> you know, I, I, I didn't comment earlier, but you were, you were talking about your career. You had everything in order, and this is something you really wanted to accomplish. And then you were talking about how smart these cheerleaders and stuff were. And before you got here, I forgot who asked me if I had ever wanted to be a cheerleader. And I, I, I did not want to. But I was an athlete. Well, but mm-hmm. I was an athlete, and I was telling them, you know, I didn't know a lot about cheerleading or anything, but I started to realize real quick, they, they could kick some ass. I mean, they, they were very athletic, and then they started playing basketball and volley, vo- volleyball with me, and I was like, oh my God, they're so good. Mm-hmm. And they were very smart. The, the ones I'm thinking of, uh, Valerie, Sarah, I, I don't know if they listen to the show, but I think they probably do. I, they were very, very smart. I know they were smarter than I was, but they, they were also more athletic. I was but always impressed with them. They're, they're on their A game, and that's what Jay Johnson, the trainer, I mean, he, he kind of demands it, yeah. you know. Um, and that, that uniform isn't forgiving, you know. You told a funny story because we were out, and where were we? And you were telling the story about um, 
how she always said you had the biggest hips. And they were like, how oh. to get the uniform? Oh, yes. No, it was. So I was. <laughs> so I I've would, never looked, by the way. Her husband's on I, set. Yes, my husband. I have no idea what her hips look Thankfully, like. Thankfully, he loves curves. <laughs> uh, so even when I was trying out, I mean, in my leanest and just fit, I still, I'm like a MAPSCO. I got a lot of curves. You know, I'm just, <laughs> there's a lot there. There's Take a lot heart, there. ladies. You, you too. It is okay to have hips. Yes. And I just remember one Mapsco. day, and I, it was in the middle of of my second year of trying out. My first year I got cut. I was the last one cut the day before squad. Oh, show. that's heartbreaking. It was tough. Yes. So, you know, I had the uniform fitted. It was oh. all form in there. Like, we've put a team together and you're not on it. Oh. Um, so it was that was tough. And to have it air on national television, but it gave me more focus. I knew why they cut me. Did you so cry? I, a lot. Yeah. It was an ugly cry. On TV. Oh, I said I was gonna go eat three cheeseburgers. Stuff was going everywhere. It was not good. Like it was Freddy not pretty. Kruger. It's somewhere out there on CMT's website. It's it is <laughs> Can we get a cut of that, Mark, so we can add to the show? Oh, yeah, it's okay, there. And I'm gonna go eat three cheeseburgers or something. I don't remember. But I came back ready to compete and I'm back in there and anything you just you're you know, and, and Kelly will do that same look that Bougie gave where yeah. when she's looking at you, she'll go. Mm-hmm. And you don't know she could be thinking about what she's having for dinner. You know, or she's looking at your figure going, I don't know. Or just, I hate people like that. She, you cannot read her. And so it it's, makes her brilliant at what she does. But one day I was there, and um, one of the gals called me over. Her name, actually named Shelly um, Bramhall. I love her. She came. She's like, hey, listen, I'm putting a, one of our outfits together, and I need to get your, your hip measurements because you have the widest hips on the squad. <laughs> <laughs> hey, oh, there you go for body image. What are you going to do? <laughs> well, you know, they still thought it was, it was okay in the uniform, so yeah. it worked out. But I love how much they embrace different body types because I really, I mean, I was in my 30s. Talk about that a little bit because that's, mm-hmm. I think that's a misconception. It is. You think that it's just 100, these are not, these all, are not Madison Avenue models that no. are 6'4 and straight, no curves and things like that. Going back to what Jade said, they're athletes. Yeah. So, um, they are not, it's not about being skinny at all. Um, it's about being fit and fitting in the uniform. And some gals, if it was never weight. Now they do, you do weigh in before a game. At least I did when I was there. Um, but no that pressure. was, just, well, it, it's just a, it's your own measure to almost put yourself in check. If they, mm-hmm. and if, um, I had a gal that I cheered with, she gained 10 pounds. They never said anything to her because you couldn't tell everybody gains and loses weight differently and carries it differently and mm-hmm. if they can't tell in the uniform then it's it that's not a big deal so it, it was never about a girl being too skinny I, I was happy when on the show it was they featured of the fact that sometimes they ask the girls to gain you mm-hmm. know or to to get to a healthier state not to lose too much because again it's not about being skinny at all it's about being a healthy athlete because you've got to endure a you know a four-hour football game yeah and you're moving Constantly. Yeah, you're getting after it. And so, so do all of the cheerleaders travel on the away games too, or do they just have a travel team? They So um, they have an all-star. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sorry. They have a show group. They have an all-star group as well. But um, there's, a, there's a show group that you audition for. Mm-hmm. Um, and that group is the one that is kind of the elite of the elite. And they, they are really strong dancers, speakers. They can do flips and Singers. Stuff. Like a Chinese acrobat. Well, yeah, there's actually there's a lot of girls on the squad that are come from kind of competitive cheer sometimes, and they're just Certain amazing. Kind of thing. Yes, yes. I um, hate them too. But these gals actually give up 
Um, the, the entire team sacrifices time. I mean, if your best friend's getting married and there's a game, it, yeah. you know, you yeah, wish your like best. Like being friend. in Roger Craig's band. Your daughter's getting married. Sorry, we got a show. <laughs> That's a true story. Yeah, it's a true story. <laughs> yeah, so you know, it's um, it, it it it's it's demanding of their time, but they, you know, you go over there on this USO tour, um, and you give to the military who are over there sacrificing. Yeah. And it means so much to those ladies to do that. They, I mean, as much as they miss spending Christmas with their family, they wouldn't want to be anywhere else because they know that these guys and gals are missing their family as well. So if they can bring a little bit of home overseas, that's what it's all about. And I think that's why Neil fell in love with them as well because it was such a good fit yeah. that they could bring a little bit. Neil McCoy. I'm, I'm trying, Neil. Neil McCoy. There's no redeeming this fool. There is no bringing him <laughs> he, back. Uh, no, he's you dead know to what? Me. It, they they just it, it almost makes me. I I've never got to do the show group because I barely made the squad in the first place. But um, <laughs> I love I love an underachiever that achieves. Come thank on, you. Fist bump it right I did there. it. Simpatico. <laughs> I'm, the they landing. call me Mr. 85 right there. I think they were probably so like, if, if you just promise not to try out again, we'll let you on one year probably. <laughs> just go away. <laughs> but funny. but for those ladies that got to do that, it was life changing for them. Yeah, I can only imagine, and I hate the fact that my brain always wants to politicize culture, but. My brain politicizes culture. Okay. And I look at this and I'm like, because you brought up an excellent point. These girls, okay, so you weigh in before a game, and, and I know that there will be people out there who you throw that out a video clip on Twitter somewhere and somebody's going to start bitching and complaining about it. Say, mm -hmm. oh, you know, how dare they? Look, it's okay to be masculine, it's okay to be feminine. It's your mm -hmm. job mm -hmm. to do what they do. They're cheerleaders. It, it, there's a certain appearance, there's a certain mm -hmm. athletic ability. Not just anybody can go out there and do that athletically, and not just anybody can go out there and do that in terms of appearance. And there's something to be said about that. There's there's no there's no shame in doing your job and doing it correctly and them having a demand on how it should be. It's actually also something I accepted. Yeah. When I took the job. Yeah. I knew that going in. It was that wasn't a secret, um, and it was almost my own personal, you know. Um, I, I had to watch myself, keep yeah. myself in check. You know, accountability was there. Yeah. Um, but absolutely, when though when you try out, you, you know that's a part of it that you have to fit, uh, be fit, and look fit yeah. in the uniform. Yeah. And that God was something I was girls. accepted. <laughs> I mean, it's probably. I mean, I'm not trying out anymore. That's like, yeah. that's like bougie. Like, you know, this is, and this is the part of the the show where I get myself in trouble. It's like that that big girl on Pitch Perfect. Like, she's not, she can't try out. But like, <laughs> but like, just everybody can't sing like her either. No, that's right. You know what I mean? Exactly. So everybody has their merits. Everybody has their flaws. And I'm not saying being overweight necessarily mm -mm. is a flaw. As as it is, you do you. It can be. See, I used to have a license plate that was that was six letters. It said I B I U B U. And yes. it, that's the what it was. And so and I believe that I yes. always, you know, we travel around and I have people who work with me that are comedians and they open for me and things. And they're like, what do you want us to do? And I said, I want you to go be yourself. Mm. And I'll get the complaints. People, you know, I didn't like that guy or whatever. And they might love him. But, hey, you be you. I can't tell you what to be. So mm -hmm. that's the deal. So how hard was I mean, how much of that on the show is is is, shall I say, scripted mm -hmm. or set up and we're going to do this scenario today or are you just raw watching how this thing goes down that's this a real trial. show it's a real show and i wish it could actually show more th than it does because internally what these ladies I, I did it you know i tried out at 31 32 33 mm -hmm. okay that's Ancient. how old i was yes for them 
Yes, I remember somebody would comment on there. like, oh, I bet she's got her Centrum Silver in her locker. It was awesome. It was awesome. I heard wow. it all. I was wow. like, this I do. This bitch got Botox. <laughs> I was like, I do. So don't judge. That's exactly what I got in my locker. I got something on my face. What's up? And I got a little bit gay after that neck, you know, that hairography gets you. So whatever. Uh, I chipped a nail in a pillow fight and it pissed me off. <laughs> I don't remember what I was saying. <laughs> you were talking about trying out at 30, the show oh, yeah. being real. So the 18-year-old, thank you, the 18-year-olds that come in and they audition, I couldn't imagine because yeah. it was it was a mind trip for me. Do you think it gave you an advantage having a little more maturity? I don't know. Well, um, maybe. Even, though, even, even that, though, in my head, I was in it too much. Yeah. So I couldn't imagine being 18, um, going, but they handle it. They're they're ready to go. Some of them just they're built for it, yeah. you know. But on the other hand, um, you know, and I actually I'm blessed enough to be able to work on the reality show now. They actually brought me in, and I'm a, yeah. a producer for the for the show. Hopefully, they're going to have me back again this year. But you know, CMT said I, we want to do this. We want you to do this because you have a background in media, but also you know what they're going through. You know what it felt like to be cut, and you know what it felt like to make it. So they, you already have an automatic relationship with them that um, maybe we don't have, you know, from a production standpoint. Are you capable of giving the resting bitch face so that they don't know what you're thinking where you're just like? I do a lot of this. (laughs) (laughs) I I can't believe this trick just really did that. (laughs) (laughs) This girl needs to go to the house. I hurt for them. I really do because I know what it feels like. I, you it is it. I really hurt for them. And but you know what the the director and the choreographer do. I mean they all. I mean they don't want to shatter anybody's dreams. But you have yeah. to remember while those are being shattered, other ones are being made, and that's what it's all about. That's America. Yeah. Not everybody gets a trophy. Bougie just had an amen corner moment over there. That was a, he just, that was Bougie a, just went. He's like, I can't believe. Take can't me believe to church. He's preaching. Take me to church. And all God's people said. And he doesn't go to church. I don't do. I don't Even do church. Even he said, "Let's take you to church." He wouldn't go. Mm. Oh, Made me start charging hell with a water pistol. Look at you all. He's Jamaican. Jesus He's Rastafarian. <laughs> He's high right now. Look at Bougie. Look at him. His eyes are bloodshot. Yeah, they are. Lack <laughs> <laughs> of sleep. So seriously, though, I, but I, I love that uh, because you're right, and that's a great point. Life's not fair. No. There's nothing fair about any of it. Um, some people make the team. Some people get cut. I hate this thing in athletics these days. People, Anybody that's watched or listened to me long enough, they know I hate the whole participation trophy culture, and I won't get into that. But this whole everybody makes the team. You know, when I played ball, and I played all the way up through some real high levels of baseball, it, they ran your ass off. I mean, they ran you until yes. basically you quit. It was a dumb. I mean, it was, a Navy, it was Seriously. a Navy SEAL type <laughs> mentality of you'll just quit. We don't have to right. cut you because you'll quit. Right, and so we played on those teams, and that's the thing. And, and these days, everybody's just you know what we have. We have we have kids that don't push themselves. We have kids that are overweight. We have kids that are you know. I'm not saying that in a mean way. It's just a fact. Mm-hmm. It's a fact. I we were where were we? Where were we? We were in. We were. I won't say what town we were in, but we were. We went out to a bar after a show, and it was college night. Ooh. <laughs> Come on, wait a second now. I'll say this it. is it was, the it second was, part of the show where I get Wichita myself. Falls. We'll say it. Okay, go 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 ahead and call them out. Wichita Falls. There were some big women. <laughs> it's the steroids in the chicken, bougie. It was something, and they were line dancing. It's not they their doing, fault. They were line dancing and doing some stuff that they, they shouldn't even be really doing. Line dancing. They were just kind of swaying back and forth. And 
Well, and I didn't get these hips from not eating that chicken, so I get it. I like food. It's the steroids in the chicken. It's not those girls' <laughs> fault. They're not lazy. They're active, and we all know that I'm telling the truth. Um, but no, I, I I want I like I mean kids used to play in the street, you know, and now they go out and it looks like they got so many pads on. It looks like they're about to defuse a nuclear device. It's crazy. These kids it looks like they're in the you know. Anyway, I I it's I love for people to be pushed mm-hmm. and challenged and uh and that's what they do and I and you see that and I yep. appreciate that. And Jay, I mean like I said, here's a guy who's a who's a master sergeant who he's pushing 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 hard but I can tell he loves these girls. He, he does. Loves them. He wants them to succeed. Yeah. I actually always like on American Idol, I always love Simon. Yeah, sure. I love I loved his truth and yeah. I I appreciate that. You know, my husband and I we have three children and we're raising them to know not everybody's going to like you. You're not always going to win. As a matter of fact, you're going to lose. And sometimes come in dead last. Yeah. And um, you're not always going to get a trophy. And suck it up. Because that's life. Yeah. Because when you get out there in real life, it is what it is. Um, and if, if you didn't win, then work on it. Get yeah. better. I love uh, one of our staff writers here at The Blaze, uh, Jessica. She she posts. It's, it's, it's tagged right there on the front of her Facebook page. It says, I used to be an athlete till I realized you could buy trophies. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. <laughs> it's so true. I mean, if you're just mm-hmm. in it for the trophy, then you're not in it for the right reason. <clears throat> Can I, I want to go back to cheerleaders because I just thought about something when I looked at Steve. I do Steve. too. I bet. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me I about it. Steve it's and I met Steve in Vegas. Party foul? Uh-huh. Yeah, we met in Vegas. A, that is something that no woman has ever admitted in public. I met Steve <laughs> in Vegas. Yes. In Vegas. Yeah. And um, he had he found out from my friend, Ashley, that I was uh, a Dallas Cowboy Shirley, former Dallas Cowboy Shirley. And he goes, you're a Dallas Cowboy trailer? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Barely made the score. <laughs> made it. And he was like, oh, my so gosh, stop. do you know Brooke Sorensen? And I'm like, what about me? And he's like, I, I think he might be her stalker. He is. That's definitely I, her right? stalker. Let's you get into this. Let's get into this, because look what Party Foul brought to the set today, which I swear I to God, it. he's got Dallas Cowboy cheerleader. <laughs> you he, brought the blonde. I brought the, this you is, brought this the is, blonde. This is, in his mind, that's Brooke. This is Brooke. Y'all need to put a picture this of Brooke Sorensen up. She's, I, I know. I, you need to know. She's Are you in that picture right there? Flip I, know it back she, around, I know she's married. I know all about her. Flip it back around. She tore her ACL. She owns a nice little boutique. Is that how you say it? Boutique. Wow. You guys have been to it? I know all about it. I hadn't been to it yet. Well, how do you know how nice it is then? It's, I've seen it. I follow her on Instagram. Flip, no, no, no. Bring the box back, Steve. He taps Steve. into the Hold security. The no, no, no. Sit down. Oh. Stay. Stay. Oh, wait. Turn it around. Oh, yeah. No, no. Right there. Oh. I want to see that picture. Oh. Okay. Are, are you in that one, yeah. Natalie? I am in that picture. Are you in that picture? Uh, I'm not. I'm trying That's to. That's not me. I can't. You know where Brooke is. Show them where Brooke is. Oh, she's right in your own. Bam. Right. Right. Wow. Right. I knew that was, she was. That was spot on. She, had, she tore her ACL, and they there had her go. in a brace. They had to hide her strategically. So, <laughs> what? I, I think I read I think I read it's that. It's like you were in the room. <laughs> He's absolutely but, right. She this had, fool. We were at, we were I, at a I performance. I can't even with this dude. You know what? We actually we were promoting the show um, in, I, I think we were in L.A., all together, and we were performing, and right at, in the show in L.A., she tore ACL. Oh, wow. That's exactly right. You, you, got, <laughs> hey, you got the story right. Exactly right. I don't wanna, I'm not going right. to disappoint Natalie because I brought her oh, also. I brought the Natalie doll. I brought the Natalie. You know, that doll, that, she, so they have, they have a, uh, the blonde, the brunette, and um, the African-American uh-huh. doll. And, but I've got she, a black one at home. 
Okay. Bring her. I think that would be the African American I... oh. one. That one. Uh, but but she represents the Latinas too. But I tell people they're like that. She She's that idiot. she looks Hispanic, and I said, well, that's just that's me with a lot of spray tan. Yeah. yeah. And well, I had a lot of spray that's... tan. <laughs> will you will you sign you for that's me? Funny, Natalie. Yes. Uh -huh. Oh, that's yeah. Go here we go. You got a sharpie yeah. marker this, for this, the sign. Might... I brought that's it. Great. This might go. Yeah, for I got a black that's one. Seven great. cents. It's never been got... open, so <clears throat> if I sign it, sign it on both so, sides, the front, the back. You want the front and the back? Okay. Were we? Were we? You were with us when we were with the Undertaker at dinner that night, and he snatched my hat off my head. Yes. And he signed. The Undertaker 2019 right on the front of the hat. And I'm like, dude, you could have signed it somewhere a little more, like right on the front. Like right like I'm a like, big I'm He labeled you. I know. I'm going to auction that. And I had to go home with it like that in well, the airport and the whole deal. And I was like, people, if they looked at me funny, I was like, you see this guy right here? He'll kick your ass. That's right. <laughs> That's the Undertaker. He now owns me. Yeah, exactly. I'm his. Right. We were at the cigar bar there at uh, uh, Caesar's Palace, and I said, Mark. I said, Taker, I'm going to punch you right in the face. And he goes, I better not find out about it. <laughs> that dude's the best, man. Every now and then I'll see him and I'll be like, I just want to, I'm just going to pick you up and throw you down. He's like, no, no, you're not. No. <laughs> not at all. Speaking of hat hmm. company, mm -hmm. you know, I lost my phone in Vegas. <laughs> no, you got your phone stolen in Vegas. Like, at the table. She was busy talking to me. <laughs> Six five, he's right there. <laughs> I called my husband. I might not run him. I was winning big. Remember, <laughs> I was winning big. Yeah, you were. And I called him. You were on my it, money. I think it was. Yeah, I was. <laughs> sorry, Jay. I was winning for you. I wasn't going to keep it. I don't think there was any intention on your or Ashley's part to give that money back. I don't think. And okay, I wasn't expecting anything in return. I, was I know we we paid for a lot of, of a lot of other people. Yeah, I, Steve I have to Helms. remind Chad all the time, babe. Five kids. We I have five you kids. Know I don't feel sorry for anyone. Fair. I, hey, but I'm I in Vegas win. Pippen, baby. I gave it back to him. Now, I don't know what he did afterward. because He gave it to yeah. some other girl, I'm sure. Right. She so, was up big, and she left the table, and so I just took her chips and slid them right did. back over to my pile. And it, somebody stole the phone right in front, and they turned it off immediately. I couldn't track it. And, uh, Smart. Did I tell you that was, story, Jade? Yeah. You told yeah. Me. It was... It was that was not, stressful. That was traumatic it was very, for everybody. Well, because you know, it's stressful. Somebody, well, yeah. and I hate... I hate Thieves. It was yeah. probably party file trying to steal Brooke's nope. phone number. It was well, probably bougie. I think it was. It was who? Who? Somebody saw it actually happen. Steve Helms. Steve Helms. Steve Helms, Steve Helms said, saw "I just saw because you were looking for it. your phone, and we were yeah. all looking around the thing, and it apparently because you had, I guess you tucked it behind your back on the seat, and because we can't, well, you're not supposed to hold it at yeah. the table, and so I guess it had mm -hmm. fallen off, and so we're all looking. And Steve said, "You know what? About five minutes they ago, I saw it. somebody come by and bend over and grab something. I thought they were picking trash up off the floor." It was my phone. And it was your phone. And we yeah, called. We, I used Ashley's phone, called my number, and went directly to voicemail. That's when you know it's gone because they, you know. So anyway, yeah. I went to replace it at AT&T in Southlake. And, you know, I'll talk to the wall if it'll listen because I had some downtime trying to get my money. And, and two guys came in. My husband knows. Um, and it was, it was the owners of American Hat Company. Yeah. And they said, do you know Chad Prather? And I was like. He stole my phone. <laughs> I, it was it was such a small world. So anyway, they texted me. Yeah, I bet you they'll replace your hat. Oh, that no, trust me, they'll they'll give me all the hats I want. There they, you go. Yeah, they give me all the hats I want, but I'm going to take that hat that that Undertaker. So Undertaker doesn't sign much. He, he's yeah. he's he's enjoying his retirement um, mm -hmm. as he should, and he's got his ranch in Central Texas, beautiful place mm -hmm. out there with his wife Michelle. Uh, she wrestles under the name Mimi McCool. And so, yeah, Mimi McCool. But I, they're the sweetest people. 
they enjoy, you know, their their daughter plays, you know, high school volleyball. I mean, they're very involved with their mm-hmm. kids. She coaches, and I think one of their daughters, they play flag football, which is like a league deal. And so he's being a dad. He's being a husband and a dad. But so he doesn't go out and do these signings. And I had no idea that the WWE – like it's like NASCAR. Like I know there's fans, yes. but damn, there's fans. I mean, these people will line up for a mile down the block mm-hmm. to get in there to see these guys. And you do something wrong, they'll the fans will threaten you. Oh, they'll you. cut you. They will cut you. He told me that he and um, um, a couple of other wrestlers they were in Europe, and he said they couldn't walk by the window in their hotel. They had to get down on their hands and knees and mm-hmm. crawl because every because people were out there and they could see through the window and there's no curtains to pull. And he says every now and then we would just pop our heads up and the crowds in the street would go ah. Yes. You know, like that. He said we'd pop back down. It's like whack-a-mole with wrestlers, you know? <laughs> yep. So, uh, but anyway, I'm going to auction that hat off for charity. Somebody will buy that. Oh, that's thing. awesome. Yeah, somebody will buy that. Well, so I only got my picture with him. And he, I think he kind of barely was like, all right. You know, he probably he didn't smile. Like, well, you know, I think that he cracked a little. But he's probably he like, mind. I don't want to take another picture. But I, you know, he I have mind. to take up on the opportunity. And I even I'll went. I, he tried, he, I tried to find a reason to be relevant. And I was there for SHOT Show with Ashley yeah. just for a few meetings. And. And I was having so much fun, and you know, my husband and my brother-in-law are building a gun range. I know we're going to do that on another episode. We're going to talk all about that. And I try, and that was my end with the Undertaker. I was like, "We're building a gun range. You should come (laughs) shoot." Is that do you like guns? You know, I mean, is that shot show? So I figured he probably liked guns, and that was my end to try to sneak in and get a picture. He and I are doing an event together in um, May in Savannah, Georgia, uh, for Nine Line Apparel, and. Nine Line called me the other day and said, um, if he comes up on the private jet, no, they said, you can jump on the jet, the private jet with him. And I said, well, I'm, I'm, Spinks Airport's a mile from my house in Burleson, Texas. If he could just land it there. And then, then and they were like, you really, you can't go down to Austin to get on a private jet with the undertaker. And I said, well, you know, he's in retirement. I'm still important. Right. Like, this is, this is still relevant right here. You know, if you can't just pop it up and down. Then what's the good in having a private jet? I mean, That's I, right. need, I need Uber jets to come pick me up. I ain't going down to Austin. You should. I am going down to Austin totally. this week. I'm, I'm in the new Granger Smith video. We're down there Are you finishing really? that deal up. Yeah. Man, I need to be your friend. I'm special. I am so, special. So I got bougie Sean. I'm so diverse. <laughs> yes. Yes. You bring the diversity. Question of one black have, guy in a room. You have, uh, uh, Sean. you have someone who owns the Amer- African American Barbie doll. <laughs> She's the only one at the house that doesn't still have the uniform on. He stripped her down. He wanted to make sure she was anatomically correct. Very diverse. (laughs) He even took his Sharpie marker and gave that one a a tramp stamp. Oh, gosh. (laughs) You nasty. Yeah, party foul. There's a reason we call him party foul. You've learned this firsthand. God, Natalie. Here's what I want to talk about. I want to talk about your – I want to talk about – and we'll finish up. I want to talk about – Two things. One, this culture, like we were in Seattle. We just flew in the other day and and got home the other day from Seattle. And at the hotel we were staying at, they were having this dance convention. We were in D.C. Mm-hmm. a couple of days before that. They were having a dance convention. And so here you come. And everything from the beauty pageant to the competitive cheerleaders. I got a lot of friends that have daughters and competitive cheerleaders to these dance things. And I'm like, these girls are made up. They got to be wearing three pounds of makeup on oh, these faces. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy. What do you think about the whole, all of that, I mean, the culture of it, is it a good thing? Is it a bad thing? Is there a healthy way? Is there a balance? Or is it out of balance? What do you think? Because I don't really have an opinion on it. I don't know. I, that, that's, a, a, that's a great question. Um, we have a daughter that is in competitive cheer right now. Mm-hmm. And um, there's a lot of hair. There's a lot of spray, hair. Spray. Yeah. Makeup. 
and uh, uniforms. Looks like little gypsy kids coming out. Well, and and I think every Hide your purse. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's true. every I, I know that the gym that we are a part of in South Lake at Championship, um, they promote um, a, an athletic look. Yeah. So they do put a little makeup on because you know as well as I do when you're on stage and you're far away. You it's want, different. It yeah. is a little bit different, but there is too far. I am wearing makeup right now. You're beautiful. Yeah, thank you. Beautiful. Didn't help a lot, but whatever. Beautiful. I, I think I think there is a level that goes too far. And again, I I'll take it back to the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders. <clears throat> they don't look like clowns. Right. There's there is a little heavier. I have heavy makeup on. All I mean, American I was, girls. But there is a natural side to it. As a matter of fact, there wasn't any red lipstick. There wasn't. It, it's a very natural, um, makeup. Not till Friday night when them girls went deep Ellum. Whatever. You gotta have a good time. You <laughs> we know? go down to Greenville oh, Avenue. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Put on yeah. a little flat, little matte flat right there. <laughs> get your Mac makeup. Get, on. get them nails all black. Got to get it off by Sunday because we got to be at the Jerry World. <laughs> This is true. You know it's I'm telling natural. the truth. Girl, don't put that. Don't give me the. Don't double dip my gel. I got to get this stuff off <laughs> for Sunday. I got a game. <laughs> Tell me I ain't telling the truth. I don't know. Girls I, got I them mean, big old long pointy fingernails like this. I can Jerry ain't gonna like this at all. <laughs> no, that is not true. It is never that way. They are all very natural they all the time. Are. They are all, all the, the time. time. They just wake up. Girls. They wake up in the morning and it's like a Tarzan movie. Just oh, just throw the wavy locks. They, back they and, do the. Yeah. The signature DCC head throw. They come out of the pool with the throw in the hair back. This is an arc of water. Just, I'm a little turned on right now. I ain't going to lie. I'm, okay. I'm a little happy. Bougie? I'm happy. Yeah. So here's the L- thing. Wait, wait, wait. I want to land yeah, a plane oh, on yeah, that real on. quick. Yep. You, so putting it from a female perspective, mm-hmm. you know, making the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders for me would be like you becoming a Dallas Cowboy. Not very many people ever achieve yeah, that. Right. It's a very small percentage. So in that world of competitive dance and competitive cheer – um. Yeah. You. I. I'm definitely okay with it. I yeah. love that elite athlete. I like um, that too. And and that goes back to the earlier point we were making about pushing yeah. kids. I think the only yes. thing that bothers me is when I see parents living vicariously through their children. Yes. Like I didn't accomplish it, so I'm going to pressure them and push them as hard as I can to. That's not healthy. So you're absolutely right. The best. The the what I learned because this is my this is <clears throat> Maddox's third year on a squad on mm-hmm. a on a team. Um, it took me two years, but what I learned was you drop the girls off and you leave. That's a good idea, yeah. You don't there, because there is let the coaches coach. It's a coach. It's not my job. I yeah. mean, it's my job if the coach asked me to talk to her, but I pay them a lot of money. Yeah, you know, and my husband loves it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> he hates that cheer. Well, he, well, he likes it, but you know, it's demanding. But I let the coaches coach, and there's a lot of people with a lot of opinions, especially the moms. Yeah. And the less I know, the better. Yeah. Because you can get sucked into that. You know, there are reality shows about it. Dance Moms. You That's real. You can get sucked into that life, and I, I can't do it. So I drop Maddox off, and then I'll leave. Yeah. And ignorance is bliss. And then on competition day, I get to go watch and see her ability shine. Yeah. It's exciting. As a, as a father who has a daughter who is on a dance scholarship to a university. Yours a, is? Yeah. In a state to be named later. I don't tell where my kids are. Okay. Um, publicly, but the uh, <clears throat> I'm always amazed at when I see what where she has grown to. Right. And it's like, who is this kid? You know, mm-hmm. I, I I remember when you were three, 
and you were in a little tutu and you girls just walked around to Swan Lake and, you know, and you were a tree and then you were a bush and then you were a frog and, you know, and then you graduated up to actual princess and you were, you, yeah. you know, and, and now here's this girl who's, you know, she's five foot 11, five, five of that is legs. And, you know, she's just incredible. And you see these things and you're like, who, where did this Goes fast. Come from? You know, <laughs> so. Oof. Good thing you're happily married, Natalie. You're a beautiful woman. I told you, I'm telling you, and I will tell your husband off 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 camera here. Listen, I spent a couple days watching this. I was like a hawk watching this girl. I mean, I was like a chaperone in Vegas. Like, girl, she's happily married. I am. Okay. I, you know, so my is Chad. So That's now, right. <laughs> let's define happily. Yes, he is. I'm telling him that he is. Tell us how happy I am, Jade. He's not only happy, he's just... I'm like a pig in a blanket. That was a mic drop right there. He's extremely blessed. (laughs) You know what? He, uh, Jade, just so you know, when I did hang out with him before he stole my phone, Mm -hmm. I learned a lot about you from him. He talks Mm -hmm. about you a lot Mm -hmm. when you're not there. Tell more. more. I don't don't think she gets it yet. It's true. And I'm trying to believe it, but and I haven't he'll, recorded. And he'll tell you, I, my, I'm, I'm the one. I feel like with my husband, I married up because there, he mm-hmm. just comes from an amazing family, well, and we met on Match. I love that. Com. I love that. He <laughs> met, See, on I met on Tinder. I met on Tinder. He he got on Tinder and found a white girl. Uh, whoa! Isn't that awesome? That's that was like, wow. a shock that Natalie just had. She's Diversity. like, holy Diversity. Yeah. yeah. Well, and so I just they had you know a baby. he. <laughs> That's like what happens. Yes, we had a baby. black baby. We had like, a little bougie baby. I it's not like black, to think that when I would go on these match dates, which are you, you remember those dates where you yeah. meet them? It's like, ugh. oh, I've, I've I've walked out on a few of them. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, it's not worth it. <laughs> not it's not lie. too old. You see Sean climbing out the window. I kind of feel sorry for you, Sean. <laughs> you know, you, you Sean know I did one. Cake. I did one where I, like I I ate. Fried chicken. I went typical. Oh, I would eat fried well, chicken. Way to get stereotypical. And I, I, I started licking my fingers. I, I went really awkward to make it really bad you date did. that it would never come happen. Man, again. I'm gonna take this thigh and put it down my pants. I <laughs> eat this later on. He was like, "You want? You want? Maybe you like chicken grease? I got grease. chemicals in it. You want stuff to go? I was like, "Yeah, I take, I take, I take hers too. Can I get it in, her, in a bag? No. Oh, you gonna eat this? Give me the potatoes. Well, Joseph and I went on our first date. And I like to think I was bringing something to the table, you know, like yeah. brag, some things to brag about. But Joseph went to West Point, played football there, graduated, and served our country as a Black Hawk pilot. And so basically, I didn't bring anything to the table at that because I just think there's nothing more. No, and, and his whole family, his father served, his brother served. And so I, I married up. Yeah. I really did. I have an amazing Amazing. Husband. Well, you'll get to know your husband on and then tomorrow's I won't like him episode. Anymore. Oh, right. Oh, I thought Chad. you meant They're going to get to know. They're going to get to know because uh, we're going to we're going to have them on. And so on tomorrow's episode, you'll get to you'll get to see this amazing unicorn of a man. Yes. The glitter in his farts. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's not true. Effervescent. He doesn't fart. Effervescent. <laughs> oh no. But you know what? There's something. That, there's a point to be made in that because. You guys are, are two beautiful human, two beautiful, successful human being, and you, and you still you met each other online. We did. There's hope. We did. I had some people tell me. I had some people that were fans of the show from when I was on it. They're like, "Hey, somebody's on match pretending they're you," and I'm like, "It's me. <laughs> no, it's me. <laughs> that is me. I, that's that's me. the story of my life. That I'm on plenty me. of fish everywhere. I'm on Grinder. I'm on <laughs> Jacked. I'm on. Uh, I'm on Grinder. You on Grinder? Yeah, options. That's how you and I met, Bougie. 
<laughs> no, seriously, I'm on all Stolen the, I'm on all the gay sites. I'm on plenty of fish, tenders. I will. Well, every, well, go ahead. I mean, everybody, like I get messages all the time. Hey, did you know that your husband's going by a different name on, on plenty of fish? All the time, getting all these messages, and I'm like, "Babe, just use your real name." He's happily married. <laughs> He's happily married. I'm and just... I'm like, "What are these? What are these guys gonna do when they do get a date?" I'll do it, Jay. He's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Unless it's they're Jay, scamming right? for money or scamming for naked pictures. So it is you. <laughs> <laughs> you are Man can dream. <laughs> Winning. Well played, Natalie. I'm happy to call you my friend. I'm I'm thankful for you coming on here. I'm proud of you. I you got a great story. A great story. You need to be in like motivational speaking and just really out there inspiring all these girls and guys to think straight because you do. I appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you very much. You and Ashley, y'all, y'all pushing anything? Y'all got any? What kind of things y'all got Always. in the works? Y'all got stuff going on? I know Ashley texted me the other day, and, and we're going to get Ashley on the show. Well, today. and you know she uh, she's working closely with quite a few, but I know she's working closely with uh, Jacob Schick. Yeah. And 22 kill. Yeah. I've got, I'm wearing my ring, yeah, you, are. you know, support, support our veterans, um, is of the utmost importance to Ashley. And sh- she knows much more than I do, but I love to be with her and kind of be her shadow and help out any way yeah. I can as well. Well, I, I try to do everything I can to support the veteran community too, as well as the active duty military folks. And mm-hmm. Ashley's educated me a lot. Yes. On, you know, and I'm on boards with different organizations and she's educated me a lot. And so, we're going to get her on here as well, as well as Jacob. Jacob's already agreed to do the podcast. We just haven't had a chance to sit down. So. He was, you know, busy shooting movies. I know. Just doing things like hanging out with Bradley Cooper No big deal. Stuff. You know, no, no big what deal. What else? You know, just me and Lady Gaga yeah. making out. Yeah, right. No, I was talking about me. Oh, <laughs> you? Oh, sorry. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so anyway. Missed that episode. I know. Well, yeah. We'll get Gaga on the show at some point in time. Oh, be Bougie, you got any parting words? Go Cowboys. No. No. <laughs> Follow Natalie on Instagram at Natalie Woods 22, right? That's it. 22. My and number. we're in Studio 22. There's a reason. See, look behind you I on the door, Studio that. 22. We named That's it Studio favorite. 22. It's my favorite number. That was my baseball number my entire life. Oh, All okay. the way through college and semi pro baseball. That That's was. my favorite number. Emmett Smith. Yeah, that, Emmett Smith. Probably my favorite All time leading rusher. I don't know. You're uh, saying the Giants don't have that. I was with, uh, they don't have that. You know, mm-hmm. Eli Manning, seriously, he's 12 years old. So I, uh, <laughs> we were with Jay Novacek last night. That dude's personality didn't come through customs. Bless his heart. <laughs> I've known Jay for years. I've known I've known Jay for years. And that's the only way you can ever get the personality out of Jay is to let him go out there and catch bids during a, an he auction. It. He doesn't want to auction anything out. He just, But he wants to go out there and, hey, you know, and he's like, oh. That's awesome. I know. Jay's a trip, dude. But he's not a trip, so there's that. <laughs> he's a trip in that he's not a trip, but he's practically my neighbor. Hey, are you excited about getting Witten back? I'm glad you brought that up because I was going to say, wouldn't it be cool like if, if the rest of us could live our life like Jason Witten, just quit a job and then be like, ah, I think I want it back. Well, I'm excited <laughs> because I, when he retired, I couldn't say that any of the players were there when I cheered. Yeah. Now I can. Well, look at you. Now, I will, I, I will say that I think <laughs> – Do that again. What Mark, the get the hell ISO. is wrong with Do you? Do it again. Oh. Look at this. No other program. Whoa. No other program brings you Jade, this. Jade, don't throw it, Jade. Yes. Oh, just, oh, oh Steve. Steve. Get it, Steve. Do don't, it. Oh, don't, Steve, the other uh, way. Don't, you don't got to go away from the part. Oh. Away from the part, Steve. Oh, it's, boy. <laughs> Is he having a seizure? Like, 45 looks like he's dying over there. No, Jason Witten. Jade, save him. Save him, Jade. (laughs) Pull him out. Get the hook. Get the hook.
I'll stop. No, I <laughs> I felt like Jason retired. He pulled a Romo. He retired. Well, I'm not saying that Romo retired too early, but uh, he needed to retire. He had to retire. Uh, yeah. Ooh, I got jokes. Jason, Romo mm-hmm. will break a collarbone in the announcer's booth. You mark my words. It will happen. He's all he, in. He is Mr. He's Glass. All in. He's, He's a, all you in. You know what? He's amazing as a broadcaster. I'm not going to lie. Jason Witten was not. Jason Witten was pretty bad at broadcasting. Horrible. But Romo is great. I'm not gonna lie. I Romo's hate the Cowboys, good. but Romo's really good at broadcasting. Good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so, it. I, but I, fe- but but so that's I it. was excited. That what I what I fear is Jason's gonna come back and like tear an ACL first game out of the deal. Yeah, because I mean, there's there's all this it's hoopla. Worth it. I mean, we need him. We need him. They, they need a better tight end. They got to do better on the tight end <laughs> side of things. But no, I'm I'm excited about. it. I'm a Cowboys fan. What am I gonna do? And yes. Um, Des caught it. Des he did caught it. catch I don't, it. I don't give a sh- what anybody says. Des caught it. They can talk about it. What year I still this? say that. What, what year are we talking about? Yeah. I know. Shut up. It's whatever. Let's not, let's not go down the sports route. Let's I know. Just keep it political. Shh. Shut up, boo. Details. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Used to be don't talk about sport or don't talk about religion and politics. Now yeah. it's don't talk about sports. Let's not talk about sports right Positive. now. Yeah. So anyway, you can't find another podcast that has a Dallas Cowboys cheerleader hair flip. Right there, but the Chad Prather show's got it. And I want to encourage everybody, even if you're watching this, go to where podcasts are downloaded and download it and subscribe because that gives us the numbers. Uh, go over to YouTube. You can watch the full episodes on YouTube. Facebook, eh, that's okay. You people watch it for 10 seconds and then delete off. They probably watch this entire episode. You They're think? like, oh, who's this chick? Oh, oh, ooh, Mistake oh. you for, for me. <laughs> Party foul, Jay. Do y'all have any parting words? Hey, uh, I've got one. Uh, can you get Brooke on here? <laughs> <laughs> He'll go find a whole new doll for her to sign. <laughs> feels I've good. Got no, hers. he's got hers. the blonde. I'm, We're I'm, good. I'm, oh, I've got that's it. Right. Feels I brought good. it just in case she just was it her pocket? Be tagging along you? or something. In case surprise. I surprised you. Steve, these are words that, we were that have never come out of my mouth regarding you, but you're cute. You're cute. Yeah. You know what? We probably Brooke will probably do it. She comes in town a lot, she so does. you know. <laughs> hey, I heard that Brooke made a sex tape. She just doesn't know it yet. Out of boy, party foul. Party foul Productions presents. <laughs> we gotta go. Uh, I love you guys. Oh God, and Natalie, thank you. Thank you so Very much. Very much. You're awesome. Love thank you. you. God bless y'all. We love y'all, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye.